The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Young, back from taking a week off because I couldn't get in and record because I didn't have time because I had too much going on, aka Mr. Long Nickname, aka got two weeks of stuff to talk about but frankly probably aren't going to get through them all, aka should have set a better level before I started pressing record and recording this. AKA once again should have taken my inhaler before I started recording and talking for half an hour straight. AKA Mr. Just had to switch the fan off because of the background noise. AKA Mr. Please donate some money to this podcast so I can buy a new fan. It's too hot in my bedroom and the one I have currently is far too loud to the point where last night it disturbed my sleep and I couldn't sleep properly because it kept waking me up because it's so loud and it rattles when it's on. A.K.A. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it is time, finally, after a break last week for a brand new episode of tired and inspired. I have an itchy belly button. And now it's no longer itchy because I scratched it. How's it going? I hope you're okay. Sorry I didn't I had to not I had to didn't do a podcast last week. I had to didn't do a podcast last week. Uh was going to was honestly was going to do a, a football chat podcast with the football chat lads. Um and I had loads of stuff on, I had loads of gigs, and then I got home at like 9 o'clock on the day we were going to record, and I was like, if I sit down, I will fall asleep right now. So I wasn't in the best headspace to do a football. Sometimes I feel guilty when I have to cancel an episode, or not do an episode, then I think also, I'm doing this for nothing. I'm doing this for nothing. So... Care what you pay for, innit? Uh how how I hope I hope you're all well. I hope you're all swell. Uh met some uh I didn't meet some comedians. Some of my comedian friends we all met up um on Monday night last night uh for a workshop uh that was set up by Felton Out and some people there told me that they just discovered the podcast and started listening to the podcast. So hello friends. Uh, welcome to the party. Um, the good news is we have recently just clocked over seven and a half thousand downloads, which is actually really impressive because when I first made that note in my notes on my phone, uh, we just clocked seven thousand downloads. So in the time it's taken for me since writing that to actually announce it now, which is probably about two and a bit weeks, uh, we've done over. 500 more downloads. And um, in a moment of excitement, I asked my mother, Mom, how many downloads do you think the podcast has has had since she was a part of it? After all, she did episode 
100 and she rarely shows me any love and affection in anything to do with my career so I thought it's maybe something she might be proud of and she said oh I, 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 I don't know I don't know anything about this thing I was like well just guess just get it's 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 a number that I'm quite proud of just have a guess and she said oh I don't know so half a million The pain, you know, just like the stabbing, the pain right in the heart, right in the back, and right through the heart, you know what I mean? And I was like, half, yeah, 500,000, yeah, um, it's, it's a little, it's a little, like, have, a, have another guess, it's a little under, it's a bit less than... 500 fucking thousand downloads of a podcast um and if you could just remove the knife out of my fucking heart maybe have another guess and she was like oh well a hundred thousand and i was like ma'am if we could just let's just cease this conversation let's just forget let's just pretend that this conversation never happened um let's just pretend that you never came on the podcast. Let's just actually pretend that we don't even know each other anymore, all right? Let's just say, let's just call it a day on whatever our relationship was, and we'll just agree to never talk about anything numerical ever again for the foreseeable. Uh, fucking hell. If my po- if this, po- this here podcast that you are listening to had over 500,000 downloads i would not be asking my mother how many downloads do you think my podcast has because i would have that number tattooed across my forehead for the fucking world to see we already know that if i became famous if i became stadium rock star, comedian, famous big, I would be a fucking nightmare. Now, that is one of the stipulations of me becoming a fucking nightmare. If I sell over a million records, getting that artwork tattooed on my face and on my forehead, it will say one million sold. And guess what? Every time it sells another million, getting the tattoo updated because I would become a fucking monster if I was famous. Uh, since we've last spoke, done a lot of gigs. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that in the second half because it might might take longer than like the next few minutes. Uh, speaking of gigs and music and stuff, uh, the greatest snare sound of all time. This is just a this is just a side. This is just a buy. By the way, uh, the greatest snare drum sound of all time is on the track "Still Dre" by Dr. Dre. Now I'm well aware that's probably not. A real-life actual snare drum, but still counts. And the worst snare drum sound of all time is on the Saint Anger album by Metallica. Despite that being a good album musically, the sound makes it impossible to listen to, especially from a drummer's point of view. So you, that is my, that is information that I am giving you. And actually, that's not my objective opinion. That is fact based on the fact that I am a drummer in every band in the Northeast, or so it feels like. Um, so the, that, that is a fact that you can take, that you can put in your pocket and take with you now. And every, if you're ever challenged on that at any point, you know you have that information that the greatest snare sound in the world is on Still Dre by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. And the worst snare drum sound in the world is on the Saint Anger album by Metallica. Thank you and you're welcome. Uh, 
and you can take that with you and just uh, continue into the evening. I had a gig on last Wednesday or Thursday, whatever the fuck it was, in Stockton in Middlesbrough at Sticky's Bar, a burger bar. Really nice place, really nice venue. Good gig, good lineup. James Kilvington was MC, nice guy, friend of mine. Matty Oxley was on the bill. Uh, some other comedians as well, some people that I was meeting for the first time. Good gig, enjoyable, fun time. There's a good comedy scene over in Millsbrough. There's some good guys, there's some good comedians over there. Had a fun time, nice place, nice venue. A few people chatting in the audience, but we'll get that's, that's part of the course. After the gig, I left the venue, got in the car, drove round to. I started driving as if I'm going to drive home. Felt a bit. a bit peckish, a bit thirsty. Could do with a snack. You know me, you boys, on. On point with the snacks, right? So I, I think I might just get one for the road here. So I pull over, hop in the shop, ching, cling, 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 in the corner shop, pick up a bottle of that PM Pepsi Max, that good shit, you know how we do. And maybe I picked up a little, uh, uh, little fucking uh, uh, on the sly, a little Kinder Bueno on the sly, uh, 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 right? Sitting in the car outside the shop, which is across the road from a pub. Uh, and I crack open the Kinder Bueno, I crack, I, crack, I crack open the Pepsi Max, I'm taking a sip, I'm having a bite, I'm enjoying myself, just done a good gig, it's a lovely summer's evening, I've got the windows down, I've got a podcast going, I'm chill, I'm content, the adrenaline's starting to come down, but it's starting to set in that I just did a good gig, and everybody had a good night, it's all been a very fun night, everybody's been really nice and friendly, I see a guy stumble out of the pub, that's not an unusual sight to see of a guy, a drunk man stumbling out of the pub, he notices I'm sat directly across the road from the pub with my windows open. I see him slowly lock eyes with the, out of my peripheral. See him look at the car and think, oh, for fuck's sake. He sort of half stumbles over to the car. Yeah, mate. I can't do a, a Stockton accent, but I'll just do a Geordie accent for this one. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Mate. And at this point, I'm like, oh, I've got to engage, haven't I? So I look to my right, lock eye contact. You alright, mate? How's it going? What's 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 uh, what's up? Yeah, mate. You do me a favour, mate. Uh, I was like, I'm not, I'm not a taxi, mate. Before you ask, I'm not a taxi. Just came out of the shop. I'm going. I'm leaving this place. I'm not a taxi. I can't give you a lift home. Is it not? Have, uh, have you got any spare change in the car? I said, what? So have you got any got any, like spare change in the car so I can get something to eat like or or something? I said, "What? No, I've got any. No, I haven't got any spare change in the car." And then he said, "He said the audacity of this man. You haven't got any spare change. What kind of a car doesn't have any spare change like?" And then I said, the key word you're using here, sir, is spare. Any change that I have got in the car, which, by the way, is none of your fucking business, isn't spare because it's mine. You've just stumbled out of a Witherspoons and saw the first guy that you've laid eyes on for spare change. 
and I don't have any spare change. I have change, but it's mine. So you can eat shit. If you were a homeless person down on your luck and you needed a place to stay for the evening or some warm food so you don't die, then I might be able to have some spare change. However, you're a drunk dickhead trying to get me to pay for your chips. In which case, you can fuck off. The key word is spare when these people ask you for change, okay? Speaking of change, now it's time to make some change and have a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by having a stress headache. Have you got stuff happening in your personal life that you don't necessarily really want to talk about on the podcast that you run? And you want to try clenching your jaw somewhere throughout the day that you have a stress headache. Oh, what's the point in anything? We're all going to die. All right, um, while I've got you here, a busy weekend this week. On Friday, I am at Independent in Sunderland doing a rap show supporting the band Kids. On Saturday, Hive Mind are opening the Georgian Theatre stage at Monroe Festival. And then on Sunday, Hive Mind are supporting the American heavy rock band The Anchor at the Clooney 2. Honestly, can't wait for these shows. Uh, I've got guest list tickets for all three shows available. So give me a shout if you want to come see a show. Come see a show and have a good time. All right, bye. Yeah, I'm hoping you didn't notice the uh, edit problem there during those... uh gig adverts but if you did it's fine we're all friends here it doesn't matter um <clears throat> yeah man looking forward to these gigs this weekend uh doing more rap shows I, I enjoy doing the the rap stuff and i've got some i've been doing some freestyles putting them out on social media um I, I, again i've talked about it before but i got one I, I should concentrate more on the positive stuff. People comment on nice things and, and leave me nice comments and stuff. But I put some stuff on TikTok because that's where everything happens these days. And um, had a guy who was hating on me on TikTok. But it's, you know, if you, you do, as long as you just don't tell them to fuck off straight away, you know, if you kind of talk to them a bit, I think they'll come around a bit. It's just, I, just, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, so yeah, man, a lot's happened. I've done a lot of gigs since uh, we last chatted, and uh, one of the gigs was the Red Hot Chili Pinos, the tribute, Chili Peppers tribute band that I'm in, played at Think Tank in Newcastle, which is one of the most central venues in uh, in the city. And uh, I've played there a lot, a lot, a lot with uh, original bands and stuff, and um, you know, over the years. And um, let's say, if you're listening to this, maybe as you aren't in rock bands and maybe as you don't do as many gigs as what I do, maybe as you do do as many gigs as I do, but maybe as you don't know the full, like what goes into to doing gigs and, and what can go wrong and what can go right and what you, what things need to be put in place for things to go right and stuff like that. So, But if you are in a band and do gigs and stuff. I want you to imagine everything that could possibly go wrong at a gig and then times it by 10 and then you might have what happened at the Think Tank gig 
when we played there with the Foo Fighters. This is in, inconsequential, this first bit of information that I'm going to tell you, but I just think it's funny. When I was driving there, I was about five minutes away from where the venue is, I got a phone call from the bassist in the Red Chili Peppers, Carl, who I know listens to this podcast, so this will be brought up, I'm sure. Uh, and Carl called me, and I answered the phone when I was driving, I don't know what's the right thing to do, and I'm sorry if you listen, please don't listen, please don't listen, please don't listen, this is for the sake of entertainment. And so the phone I was driving, and he said, to get into Think Tank, you go underneath the train bridge, and take a right at the barrier, and press the buzzer, and you tell them you're paying a Think Tank, and they'll let you in. And then I said to him, thanks Carl, did you also know Breaking news, water is wet. Did you also know, Carl, that the sky is blue? Also, Carl, did you know that I wasn't born yesterday? I hate you, knows. I know, man. The fuck do you think this is? My f- f- first gig, I think Tank obviously thinks it's either. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Um, then the Foo Fighters, we, we, you know, everything was fine. We all set up, sound checked. Everything was fine and dandy. Everything seemed great. A lot of waiting around that gigs. That's what it is. got to get the early set up, make sure everything works fine. <sighs> I've talked about it before on this podcast, and I will talk about it again. Now, look, the nice lads... The nice lads that came all the way down from Glasgow, but there's just one or two members of the Foo Fifers that just make, just make, you know, that you know when you see like those um, bottles of drinks, like uh, like you know, like a like a soda or a pop, whatever, and they've got the they've got the top, uh, the top half of the bottles like squashed, and the meme is like this is what happens when someone tickles my neck, and they go, oh, I started, man. That's me when I watch the Foo Fighters, but instead of someone going tickling my neck, it's just me cringing, going, oh, fuck. Because it's just... Ah, fuck, he hit the wrong fucking note. Ah, he hit that jump for a lot of time, fuck. Oh, he's singing out key. Jesus. Ah, oh, there's too many members on stage that should sack one of the guitarists, but that's just... I'm just... Who am I? I'm just a guy. If they're just some guys having fun on stage, and that's fine. But if... You know, ah, it's just playing the wrong drum for that time. But that's not my fault. It plays that my hero ain't really wrong. And, it's, and, and look, Taylor Hawkins is a really good drummer. He's difficult to imitate. But the drummer in the Foo Fighters band, if you can't play the drummer. But also the guy who is the drummer in the Foo Fighters band is a very, very nice, happy, positive guy. And in fact, carried up my entire drum kit up the stairs in one fucking go. Help me set it up and everything, but also you can't play the drum parts right. But that's, I mean, just because you can't play the drum parts right of a song, it's like a staple of the song, it's one of the big songs, and it's a big part of the set list. But just because you can't play it right doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't be in a band if you want to just do that and have some fun. But then also, don't put on a gig with us and play one of the best venues in Newcastle if you're going to come down and ruin our night. But I've not seen him ruin the night, technically, but he's just, he's just not, he hasn't got the nice guy, nice guy. But just, just, just learn it. What are my heroes? I forgot. But you know what I mean? Just, just do the basics and you may be able to get everything else right. But that's, what, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'll say about that. Then, it was time for your fucking boys to take the stage and show them how it's done. Play some funky jams for the fucking boys in California. You know how we do. 
You step up on stage. We've got an hour set that's prepared. It's all bangers. It's all hits. It's a couple of fan favourites in there's way as well. We open the show. What's one of the Chili Peppers' biggest hits? What do they always open their show with? Can't stop. What a fucking tune. Great song. Great intro. Bang straight into it. Guitar riff. Comes to the part in the song where the backing vocals will be. Bassist Carl, the aforementioned bassist Carl. I'll look over to see if he's going to be chiming in with the backing vocals. And of course, his fucking guitar straps broke. Oh, that knife that me mum had before is back. It's in my heart once again. <laughs> A voiceover actor. It's in my heart once again. Oh, fuck. <coughs> Guitar straps broke. It's one of the, like, it's not his fault. It's not Carl's fault. It's one of them things that happens. But it's such a, like, if his bass had just stopped working, you'd go, well, the bass is fucked. If his amp had blown up, you'd go, well, his amp's fucked. A guitar strap being broke to the point where you can't fix it. You have to stand still on stage when he's meant to be Flea from the Chili Peppers. A guy that is nicknamed Flea because he jumps around like a flea. Is so annoying. I'm trying to think of an equivalent in like a regular day. It's like if you it's like if you work in an office and have like a, an office desk chair and only have one wheel on it. Like sure you can sit in it and you're lopsided, but you can't wheel about every time you stand up you gotta be cautious. But you can still sit in the chair if you want to. On top of that, when we sound checked everything was fine, crisp, dandy, could hear everything. Everything was coming through crystal clear on stage. The monitors were working and everything. Then for some reason, when the actual gig comes around, no sound through the monitors whatsoever. Couldn't hear a fucking thing on stage. Couldn't tell if I was in the if I was playing the right song. Couldn't hear what anybody else was playing. Calls just standing there playing his bass, just standing, concentrating so hard. Poor guy. And then our singer Josh, who I like very much, great singer, nice guy. Uh, had like six whiskies before we went on, ill-advised, and ju- was just knocking over glasses of water that were on stage, left, right, and centre. The whole stage looked like you needed fucking armbands if you wanted to operate the stage. And then, to fucking cap it all off, when we finished playing, there was three, I'll say, middle-aged women just to the left of the stage where I was looking, who were really enjoying the night and having a good time, and good for them. Fuck it. Who cares? Why not? And I'll say there were three middle-aged... They were very motherly types, all right? They had... And I'm not saying MILFs, because that's not what they were. They were motherly types. They had a lot of... life experience, if you know what I'm saying, okay? had a lot of baggage with them and we finished playing and i'm packing down and the three of them are talking to josh our singer who's the front man he should get all the attention and that's fine josh jumps back on stage and says one of these three ladies would specifically says to me that this is josh saying this to me 
one of these three ladies would really like, and he uses the term really, as if if we were talking over WhatsApp, the word really would be in italics, you know? Really would like a hug from you. And I thought, oh shit, I'm going to get eaten alive by a fat middle-aged woman. (laughs) So I jumped down off stage, and the first thing this woman, who I assume is called Alison or Sharon or Sandra, does is just straight up feel my arms. And I'm like, oh, well, already I'm annoyed and this is too far. This is technically me being harassed at work, by the way, but not by an employer, but by some fat bitch called Deborah. And look, I can say, it's like a black person calling another black person the N-word. I can say fat because she was fat. She was fat. She's a fat person. Fine, whatever. It gives a fuck. And... Then she says, nothing about the gig, by the way. She just says, I love drummers. And I thought, well, this might be the night that I die. She asked for a hug. I assure her that I am very sweaty and it's a bad idea. She doesn't care. All right, fine. Fuck's sake. She then takes my left arm, which I'm standing with my hands on my hips, by the way, because I'm sweating and I'm tired. I'm trying to pack drums down and I'm being disturbed in the middle of it. And she moves my left arm off my hip to open my arms up to give me a hug. And she notices that I have a ring on my ring finger on my left hand. Now, this ring, as I bang on the table here, isn't a wedding ring, isn't an engagement ring. It's a promise ring that me and Christina got for each other. I'm not sure if we talked about it. On the podcast. We got each other promise rings. None of your goddamn business. We're not engaged. We're not married. We got each other promise rings because we're going to promise to do stuff in the future. That's fine. And this Sharon, Deborah, Angela, Angela, I bet she was called Angela, said, Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame, first of all. Are you married? And I had. In my head was a little fireworks display going off and like uh, lots of people, like people returning back from war and hugging and grabbing their partner's face and kissing and loving and, and the, the kids are there and there's, they've got a dog there and everything's really happy. And I thought, um, this is a get out of jail free card, yeah. And I said, not married, but I am engaged. I am, I am definitely engaged and very just so very happy to be engaged in this moment right here and then she definitely Angela said oh that's a shame because I really love drummers and then I said well Thanks for coming. I got to pack down the drums and just fucking got out of there as fast as possible. Deary, deary me. Oh, and to be honest, my a few friends came to the show and all said it was really good and really enjoyed it. Maybe it's just been too hard on myself, but it was just such a comedy with errors. We've been looking forward to that gig for so long. People came out. 
to watch us. It was good. And then the fucking the monitors and the bass strap and the water falling on stage and the definitely rapist called Deborah. It was just like too much. It's too much. Um. All right, all right. That's probably it. I've got some more stuff to talk about, but I'll save it for the next time. Um. Oh, this week's. I think I, I think I maybe mentioned this last week, uh, last episode. But very quickly, this week's rhyme crime is my way or the highway. Um, to be honest, if you're going to use language like that, then I'm definitely going to be on the highway, and I'm going to be getting as far away from you as possible, because you are a cunt. Um, well, I'm playing some shows this weekend. If you're out and about around the northeast, I'll be in Sunderland. I'll be in Stockton. And I'll be in Newcastle, Stockton and Newcastle are with Hive Mind playing at the Georgian Theatre at Monroe Festival and supporting the Anchor at the Clooney 2. That's Saturday and Sunday. The Clooney 2 should be fun. Should be a fun show. Uh, and then on Friday night, I'm playing at Cir- Well, I'm playing at Independent in Sunderland, but it's the night called Circuit, supporting the indie rap rock band Kids. And I can get some free, 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 free entry tickets into that. So if you fancy coming down to that, give me a shout uh, for free. And then Hive Mind are going to be playing some shows as well. So if you fancy that as well, give me a shout. And thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing supporting over 7,500 downloads. Not half a million, like my mum said. But it's much appreciated. And I can't believe people still listen to this, still listen to me talk. And you're fucking mental. And I'm going to be releasing some more freestyle and some more songs very soon. Okay, very much. Uh, tell a friend about this podcast and share it around. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Hey, Carl. What's up, man? Breaking news. The sun's hot.